I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. A super wild card weekend in the NFL is in the books, and we can turn our attention to the divisional round of the playoffs. The final wild card game took place on Monday night in SoFi Stadium, site of this year's Super Bowl, between the Rams and the Cardinals, and Arizona turned in one of the worst playoff performances you will ever see. They went three and out on their first eight possessions, including a pick six on a third down play, when Kyler Murray, from inside his own end zone, decided to toss the football up for grabs. Three and out. Three and out. Three and out. Three and out. Two and interception. Then they finally got a first down, had a seven-play drive, which was halted by another interception. And then another three and out. One of the worst halves of football you will ever see played. And... You could credit the Rams' defense for the way that they got after Kyler Murray. But I think that this was about Cliff Kingsbury's play calling. It was about Kyler Murray looking absolutely lost. And and I've given the, the, the stat out all week long. And I'll refresh it now. Quarterbacks making their playoff debut when matched up with a quarterback With playoff experience, the quarterback making his playoff debut since 2004 is now 17-39-1 against the spread as Mac Jones against Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts against Tom Brady, and Kyler Murray now against Matt Stafford go 0-3 ATS. Mac Jones didn't look good. Jalen Hurts did not look good. Well, Mac Jones, I mean, that game was just a blowout. But Jalen Hurts didn't look good, and Kyler Murray looked worse than all of them combined. This was a pathetic performance from the Arizona Cardinals. Why did Kyler not utilize his legs? He had one play where the pocket collapsed on a third down, and he ran for a first down. It was one of their most effective plays of the first half. Where were the designed runs? Where were the quarterback keepers, the read options? 
anything to keep this pass rush at bay, to try and catch the defense off guard. Nope. Your best offensive weapon in Kyler Murray was a non-factor in the game. And the Rams just looked the part. They looked great. They dominated. The running game looked good. Both Sony Michelle and Cam Akers contributed very, very nicely. The play-action game worked to perfection. Odell Beckham Jr. on a trick play was able to complete a 40-yard pass. At one point in the third quarter of this game, Odell Beckham Jr. had more passing yards than Kyler Murray. Think about that. This was an embarrassment of epic proportions. The type of performance that makes you just want to clean house, to be honest with you. The Pittsburgh Steelers looked more competitive against the Chiefs than the Cardinals looked on Monday night against the Rams. And it's another season where the Cardinals get off to a great start and then have absolutely nothing to show for it. So now we take a look at this Rams team moving forward. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be high on this Rams team, and rightfully so, because they absolutely looked the part. The pass rush looked great. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, the secondary, which was banged up, actually held up in this game. They played really well, considering all the injuries that they were dealing with. I mean, Eric Weddle, out of retirement, was actually playing in this game. It was amazing. But defensively, they, they the pass rush got after the quarterback. The secondary held up despite the injuries. And offensively, Cooper Cup didn't have a fantastic game, and he didn't need to. Odell Beckham Jr. got the job done. Tyler Higby with a couple of nice catches. Van Jefferson had that one long catch. And the one trick play, the Odell Beckham Jr. passed the Cam Akers for 40 yards. Stafford just managed the game. 13 of 17. Ho-hum. 202 yards. Two touchdowns. No picks. Sony Michelle, 13 carries, 58 yards. Cam Akers, 17 carries, 55 yards. 34 to 11, the final score. Solid performance all around for the Rams. It wasn't like they dominated where Stafford threw for 330 yards and four touchdowns or and one of the running backs had over 120 yards and two scores. It was just a collective effort. And it's that type of effort that is going to be needed going into Tampa against the Bucs next week. The odds, which everyone was debating over the course of the game, what would the odds be for the Rams at the Bucs? Well, I've seen threes. I've seen two and a halves. 
So this is going to be a line that could move throughout the week. But let's just call it a field goal right now, or two and a half if you want to call it. That was the last that I saw up on DraftKings was that it was Bucks minus two and a half. And I think that if the Rams play the way that they played in this game, they're absolutely live against the Bucks. They really are. If they can pressure Tom Brady, and we've seen that be the weakness in Tom Brady's career, has been when he is under pressure. And if they're able to do that, they could absolutely win the game. And you know what? Seeing the two two-and-a-half-point dogs on Sunday in the Rams at the Bucks and the Bills at the Chiefs, it makes a teaser look really, really appetizing. Like, Bills plus eight-and-a-half, Rams plus eight-and-a-half, that is sexy. I mean, really. That is, because I think both those underdogs are live. They could both win outright. And I think those will be very highly contested games. This is the best weekend of football all year long, without a doubt. This is the best weekend of football because you got games. You got two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, and it's the best teams. And it should be the best quality of games. Saturday starts with the Bengals at the Titans, and then Saturday night, 49ers at the Packers. Sunday, it's going to be a 3 o'clock Eastern time start, Rams at the Bucks, and then a 6.30 Eastern time start Sunday night, Bills at the Chiefs. Just what a great weekend of football. But early glance at these lines, you got a perfect little underdog teaser on Sunday. With the Rams plus eight and a half and the Bills plus eight and a half. And this Rams spread, it's gonna it's gonna adjust. Like I said, I've seen threes. Does it get to three and a half? The Bills and the Chiefs still at two and a half. Does that move to three? Does that get to three and a half? It's going to be really interesting to see where the money comes in on both of these games, or really just all four of these games, but the ones on Sunday, I think we would agree, are more intriguing than the Saturday ones. Like, if we were ranking the games, I think you'd go Bills-Chiefs as the number one interest, Rams-Bucks, then 49ers-Packers, and then Bengals-Titans. Like, the way that these games are scheduled, they're just perfect because you're getting, you know, the the the, the going from the least interesting to the most interesting. I am curious to see how the Titans play coming out of the bye against an upstart Bengals team still waiting on the status of Derrick Henry. So that's something that is worth uh, paying attention to. And then, of course, 49ers, can they pull off an upset for the second straight week? Going up against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, who are the favorites to win the Super Bowl, who are the favorites to represent the NFC, obviously. Aaron Rodgers is the favorite to win the MVP. Matt LaFleur right there is a favorite to win Coach of the Year. That's as tough of a test as you're going to get. 
But this Rams team, the way that they played in this game against the Cardinals kind of gives me a little bit of a uh, little bit of intrigue as to their ability to become the second straight team to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Because the Bucs did it last year, won the game in Tampa. Rams could do it this year with the game in SoFi Stadium. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming up about 15 minutes from now, uh, our uh, very own Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, host of Betting Across America, will join me as we break down the NFL wildcard weekend and what we can expect to see uh, in the divisional round this coming weekend. Uh, I just tweeted out, you guys can follow me at Scott's on Air. I think a two team teaser between the Bills and the Rams looks really Really juicy. You get plus eight and a half both ways. I think it's really, really juicy. We saw all chalk here in the division round. Five and one were the favorites. And with the 49ers winning outright, it continues the trend of the outright winner covering the spread. Uh, as the other, as the five favorites won and covered, and the 49ers winning outright. So the outright winner of the wild card games almost, you know, I mean, a ridiculous amount of times has 
just covered the spread. I mean, we gave out the trends in the Mackinac article about the last 56 wildcard games coming into this weekend. 47 of them had won outright. Well, now you go all six in a row, uh, all six and oh, uh, the outright winner covering the spread. Is that going to be the case in the divisional round of the playoffs? Titans three and a half over the Bengals. Packers are now up to six over the 49ers. Bucks three over the Rams. Chiefs two and a half over the Bills. Is there an underdog in that mix that covers but loses? The 49ers, could they cover six against the Packers? Could. Bengals three and a half? Sure. Rams, Bills? I mean, I think with the Rams and the Bills, you're better off just taking the Rams and the Bills to, to win outright. But Bengals three and a half, Niners six, uh, six, those are numbers that are could be you know covered and still lose the game outright. And will an underdog win outright? That's the question because the 49ers were a very popular bet this past weekend. They were a public dog. There were a lot of people on the San Francisco 49ers. So, and that game was the biggest coin flip of the weekend. So, in terms of an actual upset, yes, by the letter of the law and by the spread, it was an upset, but there were a lot of people that picked the 49ers. I mean, we're talking splits evenly with Cowboys bets, 49ers bets. So I really don't consider that to be an upset. Like, I would consider it this weekend if the 49ers beat the Packers to be an upset because the Packers are much better and they're a six-point favorite in the game as opposed to a field goal favorite in the game. Like, if the Bills beat the Chiefs, I wouldn't consider that a big upset because I think those teams are comparable. Plus, we've already seen the matchup from earlier this season where the Bills defeated the, the, the Chiefs. In fact, this divisional round of the playoffs will feature three rematches from games that we saw earlier in the season. We had the Packers beat the 49ers 30-28 in Santa Clara in week three of the season. In that game, the 49ers scored with 37 seconds left to take a one-point lead. Kicked the football off to Aaron Rodgers, and with no timeouts and 30 seconds left, Rodgers got the Packers into field goal range, and they won. Week three also saw the Rams and the Bucks in L.A., where the Rams defeated the Bucks 34-24. The two rematches that we will see from those two games are now going to be flipped. Packers and 49ers will be in Lambeau. Rams and Bucks will be in Tampa. The other rematch is from week five, where we had the Bills and the Chiefs in Kansas City. The Bills won 38-20. And we will have that rematch once again in Kansas City. So how do these teams adjust from the first time 
that they saw each other. And look, we can take a look at how they these teams have done in rematched games this season. I mean, think about the Buffalo Bills just in their division alone because you play those teams twice, so there are rematches, okay? They swept the Dolphins, they swept the Jets, and they split with the Patriots, losing the first game, winning the second game, and then winning the third game. So that is how they've done in rematched games this season. The Tampa Bay Bucks, if you want to look at their rematch games this season, they swept the Falcons. They actually got swept by the Saints, which is crazy to consider, including one of those games where it was nine to nothing. I still don't know how that happened. And they swept the Panthers. And in the first round of the playoffs, it was a rematch of a game that happened earlier in the season where they beat the Eagles in the regular season and they dominated the Eagles again in the playoffs. So those are, that's how the Bucks did in their rematch games during the year. How did the Rams do in their rematch games during the year? The Rams, in their division, they lost, got swept by the 49ers. They swept the Seahawks, and then they split with the Cardinals, but then won the third game with the Cardinals. So kind of similar to like what the Bills did, except the Rams actually got swept by the 49ers. So how do these teams do now in the rematches that they will see from teams that they played earlier in the season? Again, it was the Bills beating the Chiefs in the regular season. It was the 49ers beating the Packers in the regular season, and it was the Rams beating the Bucks in the regular season. So two of those games, the underdog is the team that won the regular season game. The favorite is the team looking for revenge. The Packers, the lone exception, they won the regular season game, and they are favorites in the rematch game. And then there's the Titans and the Bengals who are sitting there going, hey, what about us, right? We're good. We're here. The Titans are like, we're the number one seed in the AFC. We got the best record at 12 and 5. We got home field advantage. And no one is talking about us. And no one is respecting us. In fact, you look at the odds to win the AFC, and I actually agree with them. The Chiefs are your favorite, followed by the Bills, and then the Titans And the reason why I agree with this is because I even said it last night. I think the winner of that Chiefs-Bills game does go to the Super Bowl. In the NFC, the Packers are the favorite, followed by the Bucs, then the Rams, and then the 49ers. And I gave a lesson about futures yesterday that it makes no sense to take, like, like the Rams are right now plus 330 to win the NFC. Makes no sense. Just bet them on the money line in the next two games because – they're a currently a plus 135 underdog to the Bucks, and they'll likely be the, a similar underdog in Lambeau, maybe even more. They might be plus 150. 
unless maybe the 49ers upset the Packers. And then imagine this. If the Rams beat the Bucks and the 49ers upset the Packers, the Rams could host the NFC Championship game. And then you're talking about a team that hosts the NFC Championship game, and then if they win, they stay home because the Super Bowl is also in that building? A team that doesn't have to travel for an entire month? I mean, that's just absolutely wild. That's a better situation than what the Bucs had to do last year because the Bucs had to go on the road to win their championship game before going home for the Super Bowl. Talk to our very own Mike Pritchard coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcasts. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They are all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can listen to Betting Across America with our next guest, Mike Pritchard, our very own former NFL wide receiver here joining me, Scott Sadenberg, on the look ahead here on VSIN and Pritch. Uh, an ugly, ugly performance from the Cardinals, but can you take anything away from what the Rams did here to give you confidence in them moving forward? Good to be with you, Scott. You, you know, I, I wish I wish I could, to be honest with you. Um, but but when you're the Rams and and you're a good team, they're a de- decent team, and and then but you're the Cardinals, who are also a decent team. But yet the Cardinals decided not to show up. They decided to be scared, uh, and they left their souls and hearts in the locker room mm. of that football game. It's it's hard to evaluate the Rams. I mean, I think they're improved. Um, they played as well as they they should have, to be honest with you, but. Uh, they, they could have played better. I, I mean, I think Stafford still uh, is timid at times, uh, but he had wide open receivers to throw to. Didn't have to do much either way. But the toughness, if, if there's anything to look for or to be positive about with the Rams is the running game. They showed some toughness. And then defensively, uh, they didn't seem like there was any problems on the back end with the secondary. But then again, uh, the Cardinals never threatened <laughs> that secondary either. But I, I think the toughness of the Rams kind of came through tonight. So, moving forward, you know, if they play a similar type of game that mm-hmm. t- t- next week against the Bucks, can they beat Tom Brady and company, or is it going to take a, a better effort? I, I, it's going to take a lot better effort. I mean, like I said, there was nothing compromising that secondary. They were not under pressure at all. Uh, the front for the Rams got after it, but then you got Kyler Murray, who's holding the ball in the pocket, and excusable to do that. Tom Brady, he's, he gets rid of the football. He's one of the quickest quarterbacks in the history of this game to get rid of the football. And they designed plays to get rid of the football. So he's not going to stand around uh, making mistakes holding the football. He's going to be conscious of that pass rush. He's going to be conscious of a couple players. And, and I think the Bucks will have a plan for that front. 
Like if you looked at the Cardinals, they were keeping backs in for protection. They were they were so worried about protection that they didn't give Kyler Murphy a lot of options to throw the football anyway. Mm. Uh, but I think the Bucks are going to be completely different because they actually attack you as an offense, and therefore the Rams, to me, are going to have to adjust. Uh, I tweeted out the stat. Our very own Steve Mackinnon brought this up last week in Point Spread Weekly. Uh, quarterbacks making their playoff debut going up against a quarterback with playoff experience. Now, after Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, and Kyler Murray went 0-3 against the spread this weekend, Pritch, 17-39-1 ATS since 2004. Uh, I mean, look, you know, you played in a couple playoff games in your career. The first time you make it to the postseason, it's a different level of play, right? It's, it's, it's Everything's different, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It's, you know, win or go home, really. I mean, the, the regular season, and, and I kind of sum up the regular season a lot of times like this. It's a bunch of quizzes. Like, you're working on things, you're trying to get better at the same time, and you're certainly trying to win enough games to get to the postseason. But once you get to the postseason, it's about making sure that you're at your best and you're playing your best, executing everything at the best level you can or, or exceed that level. It's not about experimentation or anything like that, right? And so... Uh, my rookie year, we beat the Saints in the King in the um, in the Superdome, mm-hmm. uh, and that place you you want to talk about eighty five thousand loud Saints fans, <laughs> and they wanted a vision, but yet you know we had a collection of players, young and old, older guys, but not playoff experience. I mean, the Falcons hadn't been to the playoffs in quite a while, but it was a mindset that we certainly got to, and it was familiarity because it was our divisional rival with the saints at the time. And uh, we just made up our minds that we were not going to be denied that day. And, and certainly we had the effort and the toughness that's necessary uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So let's take a look now at this divisional round. Uh, And I think it's interesting the way the schedule works out, because in my opinion, it goes Mm -hmm. from the uh, game with the least interest to the game with the most interest as we progress (laughs) throughout the schedule. Um, And I know everyone's going to be talking about the Bills and the Chiefs and the Rams and the Bucks. And and yes, to a lesser extent, the the Packers and the 49ers. And all, you know, each week, it seems like you and I are talking about the Titans I think you and I are the only people talking about the Titans, Pritch, because they've just been sitting here. Oh, by the way, guys, we're the number one seed in the AFC, and nobody is talking about the, about us, and there's no juice for their game against the Bengals. Yeah, how about that? I mean, I, I think it's a tough matchup for the Bengals, you know, just on paper. Uh, we'll, we'll dissect this thing as the week progresses for sure, but – uh, you, you do have the Titans as the number one seed. Uh, you know, the thing about Vrabel as a head coach and as a former player, the guy has so much confidence. And, and I'll give you a quick story uh, about the work ethic, too. So I'm at the Senior Bowl in, in 2018. Uh, that's the Josh Allen, the Baker Mayfield Senior mm-hmm. Bowl. And so I'm flying back to Denver, and I'm with a, I'm with a broadcasting crew. So um, we, had, we were flying a certain airline where you have a, a couple stops on the way, right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on that flight from Mobile, Alabama, we had to stop off at Nashville. Or, or yeah, Nashville. So on that flight was Vrabel and his entire coaching staff. So instead of flying private jet, instead of, you know, the lap of luxury and all this, they're on, they're grinding it out on this commuter airline, basically trying to connect or trying to just get home. And uh, that spoke, that spoke volumes to me that, you know, here's this guy fresh into the league in terms of a head coach, but uh, he's not worried about those 
ancillary things, those things that don't even matter, like flying, flying private jets, right? Yeah, blue collar. Uh, so, yeah, blue collar all the way, all the way. And I, and I think a lot of people appreciate that about him. And, and so his football team is that way, too. Uh, and I, I think right now the Bengals are a hot team, but they're a finesse team. We all, we already know that uh, about how they play football this year. Anything that you can take away from the 49ers performance over the Cowboys? Because it was kind of a similar spot to like what we saw here in, in this game on Monday night. Like the Cowboys gave that game away. Uh, but can mm-hmm. you take anything from what the 49ers were able to do and translate that into thinking that they can have success against the Packers? Oh, man, I wish I could. I, I think the playbook gets so limited. There's only a certain number of plays that Kyle Shanahan can run with Garoppolo mm-hmm. because he's going to miss wide open players. He's going to overthrow guys. He's going to throw a pick. So you only have a selection of plays. And if the rushing game, look, if they can run the football, which I think they can run the football against anybody, how long is are they going to be able to, to sustain that when you got Aaron Rodgers on the other side? Uh, so hopefully – San Francisco, the injuries of Bosa, you know, he can get back out there. If not, uh, it's going to be a long, long uh, evening out there in Green Bay against uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And, and let's get into the, the most exciting game of the weekend, and that's the Bills and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. certainly going to look different than the way that it looked in the regular season because the Chiefs are a much different team now than they were earlier in the season. Uh, but the, both teams looked really good in their wild card games, Pritch. Uh, you know, can Buffalo go in there and win for a second time this season and avenge the AFC Championship game loss from a season ago? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to scout and, and cap the defensive coordinators in this one because I think both quarterbacks have evolved their game. If you think about Josh Allen, what slowed him down this year was having to be patient. You know, the high safeties, the dink and dunk, be patient in the pocket, that kind of thing. If you look at uh, Patrick Mahomes, what did he have to do? He had to just to be patient. And they did that. Both quarterbacks have evolved in terms of their patience. And if you're going to play them soft zone coverages, they're going to dink and dunk and they're going to make plays with their legs. Now, if you challenge them, they're also going to be dynamic and get outside the pocket and hurt you that way, too. So uh, I hope the weather cooperates. Uh, but for me this week, Scott, now I'm going to be looking at these defensive coordinators to see if they can come up with anything uh, to slow uh, their opponent down. But it, it doesn't appear likely. Uh, this this could finally be the game that everybody is anticipating uh, in the playoffs, the meeting of these two outstanding quarterbacks. Mm. Do you have a Super Bowl pick right now based on these four games? Well, my preseason, before the season started, I had Buffalo and Green Bay. Okay. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it looks like they could be uh, on a collision course right there. So we'll see what happens, though. But um, yeah, I can't wait. The divisional round of the playoffs is always the best round. You get the best teams, also the hottest teams involved uh, in the mix right now. Absolutely. It's the best weekend of football by far. Perch, I always appreciate yeah. uh, your time. Thank you so much. Love talking football with you, man. Enjoy the games, and I'll catch up with you again next week. Absolutely. Sounds good. Good luck to you as well, Scott. There he is. Mike Pritchard, host of Betting Across America, former NFL wide receiver right here on VSIN. And, uh, hey, his preseason prediction looking pretty good. Uh, before the season started, I said we were going to have a rematch of the Super Bowl. I've changed my mind over the course of the season because I do believe that the Packers are getting there and the Packers are winning it. Um, and I, I, I think we could see an upset this coming weekend in the AFC. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bets, emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming Big Game, and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. My thanks to Mike Pritchard for joining me last segment as we broke down uh, the NFL's divisional round and the intriguing matchups that we will see this weekend and what upsets we could possibly see this weekend. Uh, If you're looking at the odds to just move forward and win each conference and also win the Super Bowl, it makes no sense to take some of these. Like you're better off just betting these teams on the money lines moving forward. But right now, the, the, the winner is the Chiefs in the AFC plus 175, Bills plus 225, Titans plus 310, Bengals plus 550. In the NFC, it's Packers plus 160, Bucks plus 210, Rams plus 330, 49ers plus 550. That's where we're at right now. Um, If you uh, are looking at any of these teams, you have to think about what their money line is going to be moving forward. For instance, the Green Bay Packers are minus 255 in their game against the 49ers. They're six-point favorites. A $100 bet would win you $39. So in the NFC Championship game, let's say they're a field goal favorite over the Tampa Bay Bucks, and that would make them... You know, minus 150, minus 155. So if you bet your $139, your payout is $229. So it's $229. So essentially, you bet 100, you get your payout of $229, meaning you're at plus 129. 
is what you're getting. Packers are plus 160. Right now, the 160 is better odds. Because you bet $100 on your 160, you get back 260 bucks instead of $229. That's, that's a little better value. Looking at the other games, the other teams, not so much. Like the Rams. Rams are plus 330. Makes no sense to bet the Rams at plus 330. Because you can bet the Rams at plus 135 against the Tampa Bay Bucks. So you're $100, cash out 235. And then you take them, take that 235, bet it again when they're underdogs in Lambeau. And guess what? Your payout's going to be like $600. So you're going to get like plus five and change on your bet as opposed to plus 330. If you just bet them on the money line, take your winnings and bet them even more. What you could even do is you get a better payout and you get a free bet. Think about this. You like the Rams to win the NFC. Here are your options. You can bet $100. To at plus 330, you would cash out $430. So you'd have a $330 profit. Take your initial 100, put it back in your pocket. $330 profit. Or you bet 100 on them to win against the Bucks. You cash out 235. Now you have $135 in your pocket. You put your, and say $135 of profit. Take your initial 100, put that in your pocket. Take your 135 of profit now, okay, and bet them at plus 150, and you're going to cash out $340-something, and you just got a free bet at the same odds as your initial bet. And you actually have $100 in your pocket. So it's a free plus 330 bet. Think about that. Now, obviously, it could change because let's say the 49ers upset the Packers. Then there's a chance that the Rams are actually hosting the NFC Championship game. And if that's the case, Rams at 49ers, you're probably looking at the Rams being a small favorite. 49ers at the Rams... NFC Championship game, the last game of the regular season, the Rams were three-point favorites at home. I don't see how that spread would be any different. So if the Rams win and the 49ers win, well, now obviously it adjusts because the Rams will be favorites in the NFC Championship game, so the rollover effect doesn't have the same thing. It obviously matters on who they play. If they play against the Packers, you get better value on game by game. If they play against the 49ers, you get better value in the future at plus 330. So it's just a matter of what you think is going to happen and how you want to al- uh, you know, allocate your money and your funds. If you just want to go pure chalk, Packers winning at home, that's what you could be looking at there. Uh, totals for these games. And I'm very bothered that this game between the Rams and the Cardinals did not go over because that was one of my favorite bets. 
And if you would have told me before the game started, because the way I handicapped it, and if you remember on last night's show, I said the winner in this game will have 30 points. We'll have 30-something points. And I just expected the other team to kind of, like, help out a little bit. I mean, look at both games in the regular season. Both of that was 37 to 20. And then what was the other one? 30, 23, whatever it was. Like, they, you had overs over 50 in both of those games. And if you would have told me going into this game that, hey, the Rams are scoring 34 points, I would have said, great. I got the over. I did not think the Cardinals were only going to score 11. As they were absolutely embarrassed. What a pathetic performance in the playoffs. Just absolutely terrible. So let's take a look at the totals now for the divisional round. Bengals-Titans is at 47. 49ers-Packers, 47 and a half. Rams Bucks 48 and a half and Bills Chiefs 55 and who could blame the book for having this high of a number between the Bills and the Chiefs because look at what both of these teams did offensively in their wild card games the Bills played a perfect game They scored a touchdown on every single possession until the final possession when they kneeled the ball down. They also had no turnovers. No turnovers, no punts, a touchdown on every possession. That's pitching the perfect game. And the Chiefs scored five touchdowns in 11 minutes of game time. Absolutely absurd. Now, these two defenses, they're familiar with each other. They played last year in the AFC Championship game. They played this year in the regular season. So there has to be some sort of an adjustment being made by both defensive coordinators. And it's going to come down to which defensive coordinator is most successful in their adjustments. We know what these offenses are capable of doing. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Josh Allen. Uh, I believe that the Chiefs just have too many weapons, and it's hard for me to bet against them because of the weapons that they have, whether it's Kelsey or Hill or the emergence now of Jarek McKinnon, who ran the ball very nicely against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But then there's the Bills and Josh Allen and just how great he is. And yeah, he's got good weapons in, in Stefan Diggs and Dawson Knox and Cole Beasley, Devin Singletary. That is going to be the best game of the weekend, in my opinion. And I already, my early leans, Bills and Rams in a two-team teaser, get them both north of the field goal, north of the touchdown. It's very, very interesting. Speaking of interesting, the Australian Open going on, uh, you know, in progress. Our very own Gil Alexander all over it. We will talk to Beating the Book. Coming up next here, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Two of... Two of... Two of... 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.